0: Movie fans, writing fans, podcast fans, people who are listening, people who are probably fans of the old Blockbuster video um, stores who thought this podcast may be about us um, constructing a Blockbuster video store, like, you know, in a extreme home makeover style. Because uh, this podcast is called Chris and Matt. Uh, write a blockbuster. For a second I was thinking the yeah,
1: they, they, they thought that we were just writing uh the plans for a blockbuster, writing proposal to open yeah. a
0: blockbuster. For a second Writing I the
1: novelization of the business Blockbuster. For a second I forgot our podcast
0: wasn't called Chris and Matt Make a <laughs> Matt Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. It's been a, build a blockbuster it's been a little while since we've recorded an episode gotta get back in the swing of things we don't mm-hmm. you know we don't want to date this podcast because it's too young for us it's only 15 years old <laughs> or episodes old which is a which i'm saying is akin to years uh since neither of us is jerry seinfeld that's too young <laughs> Uh, I mean, it was
1: too young for him too. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not like he had carte blanche to just do that. Well, I guess he did, but yeah, like he shouldn't yeah, have.
0: I mean, I meant like from a personal choice perspective, not from a moral or legal perspective. Uh, but, anyways, uh, I guess we won't get Jerry Seinfeld or any of his friends in our movie now. will be well, no, we, Maybe we can get um, his friend
1: Barry the Bee. What was that Bee's name? Beesworth? Barry Beesworth? Uh, I
0: have no idea. All I know is that Chris Rock was in the movie. And I think I heard recently... There's Chris like Rock? A... Osmosis Jones himself? <laughs> was it Chris Tucker Osmosis Jones? Mm. Uh, which of us is being racist? <laughs> I don't remember. I, or I mean, Eddie Murphy was in Osmosis Jones. No, no. no. Bill Murray? What? What do I think? Oh, maybe think of Me, Dave or something. Meet Dave's the one where there's in the body... Of uh, or is that an alien I sworn somebody was in his body too maybe, I don't know yeah, meet Dave Bill Corbett was one of the writers of it
1: (laughs) well, let me just go on record and say Chris Rock was 100% Osmosis Jones I
0: couldn't remember, it makes sense I mean, Chris Tucker hasn't made as many movies I mean,
1: the original Chris's Chris Rock and Chris Tucker much Mm -hmm. better than the current Chris's Chris (laughs) Pratt, Chris Evans and uh, Chris Hemsworth
0: Yeah, and Chris Morgan,
1: which is me. And and I'm Matt Chimkwitz, not any of the (laughs) Chrises. Nope. I'm part of the Matts. It's me and Matthew Lawrence. And, uh, wait, Matt Wolf? Matt Lauer? Your good friend, Matt Lauer? He's not
0: one of the (laughs) Matts. Your best friend, Matt Lauer? He's not my best friend. (laughs) Your oldest, dearest friend. Yeah, my old, my oldest, dearest friend. Who, who for years? No, when every I was night. a child, when I was a child,
1: I was friends with a forty-year-old bald dad who was on television. <laughs>
0: You're the one who gave the idea of dressing as like Pam Anderson on Halloween that one year. Yeah, show. I gave
1: him the idea. I slipped it into. I slipped it in. I said, "Hey, Matt, for Halloween this year, have you considered Pam Anderson?" And he said, "Honestly, great idea. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna run with it."
0: I think and I remember him saying on ah, the show. Yeah, By the way, yeah. thanks to my yeah, young friend. T-
1: shout shout out to my young friend Matt Jimkins for giving me this killer idea. Uh,
0: and there's that one here when everybody was penis characters, and it was the most horrifying thing that ever happened.
1: Yep. Oh yeah.
0: Al Roker is like Charlie Brown or something with a little swirl of hair. Like honestly, no. it was like it truly is a nightmare. If you haven't seen that, uh, did you ever to see?
1: Pod- you ever see that Saturday Live clip of the? It's like Charlie. They pull the football away, and Charlie Brown hits his head and like dies.
0: I remember massive Headwood Harry. It's it's <laughs>
1: it's a, d- a different sketch from Massive Headwound Harry, but uh, similar idea.
0: Yeah, it's we'll horrific. Have, yeah, massive head wound. Of course, a Data Carvey sketch that somehow made the best of Data Carvey DVD that I had, which is just basically Data Carvey is a character with a massive head wound, and at one point, <laughs> massive part, head wound. Harry's funny. At one part, it's not bad, and it, <laughs> but there's part of what makes it so funny is the cruelly unscripted instance of the dog trying to actually eat the head wound off <laughs> of Data Carvey's head. Not, you know, Data Carvey just had to go with it. It actually, it's not a bad sketch. It's kind of a hey, you know what?
1: I give that sketch one chopping broccoli.
0: <laughs> I give it a Schwing <laughs> which, <Anyway>. is a, <laughs> which is a thing. I mean, they actually rated stuff on Wayne's yeah, World.
1: Yeah, the sh- the swingometer.
0: Yeah, or swingometer, but
1: the swingometer. That's this, better.
0: Yeah, let's go with that. This podcast, Chris and Matt, write a blockbuster. It's a podcast where the two of us were writing a movie that's going to be a huge blockbuster hit. It's just a matter of getting the script out, uh, finishing the story and getting the script out. So what you're doing right now, dear listener, is you are part of a historical sort of paradigm shifting experience of two people. Cat like you know, um not well, not calculating word chronicling uh, the process of writing a blockbuster script. Nobody's done it before. Nobody will probably do it after, but it's happening it's definitely right a bad now. Idea. Yeah, it's happening right now. And you know, um, It's history, and also it's educational because you can learn from our successes, and maybe if we ever make a failure, you can learn from our failures too, but so far, we're batting a thousand. Nobody Mm -hmm. can listen to this podcast and say any of these ideas we have for this script are bad ideas that make no sense. (laughs) I mean, no one said it yet, so why would they start now? Yeah, it's true. I mean, sure, by the time people are, you know, as we record this, only a handful of the episodes of the podcast have actually been released, but nobody has... You know, I mean, some people actually have said it doesn't make sense, but uh, you know, they're wrong. You know, history will decide. Wait,
1: someone has told you that the show doesn't make any sense?
0: Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, much in the same way people talk about. Uh, Why do you
1: let your mother listen to this
0: podcast? Uh, I she gives good. She she used to work as a script doctor because she's Carrie Fisher, Back to the Dead.
1: Oh, you oh my gosh! I'm so sorry.
0: Yeah. Well, she's back from the dead. It's oh, a good thing. Yeah. Hey, that's fun. Yeah.
1: She's much like my boyfriend. She's back.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. And you, are, of course, are uh, Leslie Gore. Uh, yep. Wait, no, that's not Leslie Gore's song, is it? She, maybe. She, Your no, she memory did, is she, slipping.
1: She, she, she it's did to that ambient.
0: She did It's My Party, but did she also mm-hmm. do My Boyfriend's Back? Uh, I don't think so. I think she just did It's My Party, but she may have done boy Boyfriend's Back. There's only one thing to do. All I know is she was in an episode... Of uh, the Batman TV show, she played a henchwoman. Of... You're not gonna believe this. What's that? My
1: boyfriend's back. Sung by Chris Rock. Who thought? you oh, bragged twice today about wow. the Chris's.
0: <laughs> yeah. But what I was trying to say mm. is uh. Before you so rudely interrupted yeah. by me. Yeah, she did not do my boyfriend's back. Now I got to see who did that song. The she hosted. Angels. LGBT oriented public television show in the life on American TV in the 2000s and was active until 2014 which is impressive because she died in 2015 early on uh, anyways <laughs> she played um, a woman or a girl. she played a henchwoman of Catwoman mm-hmm. ooh Bob Balaban directed a movie called My Boyfriend's Back which is about uh yeah. wait Bob
1: Balaban directed
0: <laughs> yeah. that movie? yeah the song's by the Angels, but yeah, it's directed by Bob Balaban. It's kind of like how. Uh, I, I love that
1: movie. I didn't know Bob Balaban it's directed like how The Bob Balaban?
0: The Bob Balaban. He also. Let's see who else he directed. He directed three episodes of Erie, Indiana. He directed an episode of Strangers with Candy.
1: Bob Balaban. He gets <laughs> better every. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What am I reading here? He was on an episode of Entourage. <laughs> He's the best. He.
0: Yeah, he directed. Uh, that's. I mean. It's one of his only movies. He directed a couple movies there in the 90s. Yeah, he directed My Boyfriend's Back. Uh, it's kind of like how William H. Macy directed that The Layover movie with mm. uh, What's-Her-Face and the other What's-Her-Face.
1: This was with uh, Tom Hanks and uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones?
0: Uh, no, I believe that's The Terminal. Uh, no, he directed... Mm oh it's it's like a romantic yeah
1: sure it's not about a a man who's stuck inside (laughs) of a airport terminal looking for uh just like some jazz musicians
0: i wish actually i think i believe it's about kate upton and uh, alexander daddario um fighting over a guy while they're on a layover on some trip and they get really vicious and evil with each other because they both want to have a one-night stand with some guy and it turns out, spoiler alert, he's on his way to his wedding. And he still sleeps with uh, both of them. And what were we talking about again? The movie The Layover, starred, uh, directed oh. by William H. Macy. Oh, my God. Yep. But anyways, we're running a movie called Seth Christ uh, Ballistic Reckoning.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyone have any money they want to give it?
0: Um... Uh, Bob Balaban, we can definitely approach yeah. him about directing. Now that we know he's directed feature films, I'd love to see this be a Bob Balaban joint. Mm,
1: I would love to get this in the canon of Balaban yeah, films. Yeah, be in the
0: balaban Bal the,
1: Yeah, he's in the movie, too. I mean, maybe. Yeah, we maybe could. we'll write a part. We'll write a takes. big, juicy part for Bob Balaban. I mean...
0: Yeah, At this point in the movie, it would be hard to come up with a part that would be juicy. Maybe it could be a, kind yeah, what of what be if, like how when Alec what, Baldwin has one scene in um, uh, Black Lives he, he is great in that one scene, but I, I was saying in Grand Glory again, Ross, which is
1: another
0: uh, saying right. He is great as one scene. What in Black about Lansman. this? Okay,
1: what if we give Balaban the part every actor wants? Ebenezer Scrooge. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. How could he say no? Hell, Christopher Plummer p- plays Scrooge in The Man Who Invented Christmas.
0: Yeah. All right. So, what we're going to do is we're going to write the next scene of this uh, movie, and it's going to include a Scroogey little character. <laughs> yeah, let's,
1: see if, let's see if you recognize this Scroogey little guest star.
0: You can say he's a real Scrooge. Uh, and. and <laughs> <laughs> And the the role will be set aside uh, for Bob Balaban, yep. should he want it, and then ideally he'll also uh, direct this movie. Ideally, Seth Christ. Uh, I mean, let's see how Bob Balaban tackles a big budget action movie. I think he's up to the task personally. I mean, he was in, um, you know, Moonrise Kingdom.
1: So <laughs> yeah, and that's a that's an Avengers movie, right? With a title like that.
0: With a title like that, it has to be good. And it <laughs> yeah. is. It's a good movie. All right. So the scene begins with um uh Zachary So goes, when we
1: last left off, Riptor was cleaning out some kitty litter, which I think he made one of his henchmen shit the box of. I'm not really sure what happened there.
0: I think they had a cat. I don't remember exactly what happened. I just no, I think a human chat in there. Well, uh, we know the WNBA, they found out about Jane. Doe and how she's on the case. Seth got fired yeah. from the LAPD. More which, like
1: Doe, my cover is blown.
0: But she doesn't know that Doe, her cover is blown. She's off to. When she after, finds out, she's yeah. going to say Doe. <laughs> but Seth is also. He's dreaming of her, even though he's still romantically involved with Dasha Slayer. Anyway, so this scene begins. Uh, Seth says to Dasha, I'm going to go out to uh, get. Uh, coffee uh, I'll be right back
1: Dasha and, says why don't you just stay here in the safe house I can make us some coffee It, it says, says no I need some uh, fresh air too if you know he, what I mean
0: and he goes out and then somebody throws open a window and calls out you there boy and he looks up and says me sir and then he looks up and it's a <laughs> scroogey old man in a stocking cap and old time
1: <laughs> wait so wait Seth is the one that says you boy what day it is so that no. He takes Scrooge. No, 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 no. Takes Scrooge's role.
0: No, he's he's in the other role. Uh, okay, so he's walking down the street. Someone that's why, that's so, why. Seth had to go outside to get coffee so we could do this part of the scene. So he could be called. So up it's apart. a Scroogey
1: little character played by who? J- Jaleel White. It's Urkel. I thought it to be Bob Bell, Oh. Well, I figured we'd give him the role of Scrooge. You give him like a meteor part of Scrooge, you know, the exciting part when he's being rude to people and being haunted by ghosts. I figured just like this end part could be played by uh you know, Joe White. So we're gonna have
0: two different actors play just
1: Scrooge in this movie? Uh maybe.
0: Uh, all, all right. right. <laughs> all right, fine. It'll be like the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus or whatever that movie was. Yeah, it'll be just like
1: uh the um, uh Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium or yeah. something. I don't
0: know. So, uh sure, it'll be um uh Jaleel White in an Hercule sort of way. It'll say uh why it's – and then uh, Seth will say why it's uh I don't know whatever day it is. Well, yeah. if it's I feel like if it's Christmas, we're encroaching into Shane Black's territory of putting all his action movies set around Christmas, and I don't know he might get mad at us, and then. Like he'll people name characters Chris and Seth In the next like uh Predators movie And make us act With a uh, Our characters interact With a character Played by a sexual predator <laughs> the, uh, true This is This is
1: This is Shane Black's uh, This is how he gets Back at people <laughs> Forces them to work Opposite a sexual predator
0: It's kind of like How in the Godzilla movie Like the uh the mayor and his aide were named, like, Roger and Gene or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: The no the, 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 Noel, the, uh, Emmerich, the yeah. Roland Emmerich one.
0: Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The characters, there'll be characters named uh, Chris and Matt in the next, whatever Shane Black's next movie is. And then they'll be killed, they'll be blowed up in some way on, like, Christmas. And, like, maybe, we'll, like, our characters will be impaled on, like, reindeer antlers or something.
1: Legitimately, that would be so cool. <laughs> Uh, it what would be great. so cool is your original plan for it is revenge. That I don't want to do. But the idea of being killed in a Shane Black movie because yeah. he was mad at us for making a movie set at Christmas time.
0: Um, uh, there, uh, That so sounds great. Let's do it then. This movie is now set at Christmas. There will be a mm-hmm. Die style Christmas movie. Um, mm-hmm. it'll it's all set really in really one building. Uh, movies, all of the are... action
1: you've seen before this has happened in one building.
0: It's like the Truman Show. Yeah. but but like multiple cities somehow and actual cities that exist and are extended real life anyways um but people will be saying the future you know my favorite christmas movie is seth christ ballistic reckoning oh
1: my gosh it would be so great to join the ranks of other great christmas movies uh such as uh Mm -hmm. uh christmas with the cranks prince Christmas with the Gregs. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite things is that Christmas with the Cranks has been on Netflix or Hulu for so long that it's now just considered a Christmas classic, even though nobody likes it or wants anything to do with it.
0: Yeah, yeah it's got to be. I was looking through Hulu movies the other day. There's so many Christmas movies that it, like I just, like, random throwing together Christmas movies, and I totally would like, you know, like to write one of those, once I've done with this. Somebody was saying earlier today, somebody threw out the idea of, like, uh, a sort of, Avenger style movie of like uh p- people listening to this christmas will have already happened but uh yeah
1: yeah happy happy valentine's day listeners of episode 15. <laughs>
0: yeah but like people talking about like putting together like a Avenger style team of like women who are, like are protagonists in like hallmark christmas movies and somebody threw That'd out rachel lee cook's name and i just want to say on the record that i would happily write a Christmas Mystery for Hallmark. If it could star Rachel Lee Cook, she can play some sort of baker or whatever, like in all those movies. And maybe somebody ate like some of her gingerbread cookies, and they had been poisoned. So at first she's like the number one suspect, but then she this gets. This is released. a much
1: better movie than the one we're currently writing. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> so
0: the only talking about the movie we're writing has like so as minions and has Harvey Dent. Oh, has you know action? what? We
1: should actually get back to writing this. Okay, so.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so then. Uh, so like, Seth goes
1: outside. He sees Urkel. He says, uh, it's Wednesday. And Urkel's like, eh, gotta go. <laughs> Close did, the window. Did,
0: did I do that? Yeah, did you got me cheese. Excuse me. <laughs> and then, uh, says so like, oh, uh, wait, it's also Christmas. Then he goes, uh, uh can you g- go down to the corner shop and get me the, uh, turkey hanging in the window? And Seth <laughs> says, the one as big as me. And then Urkel says, no, there's no turkeys as big as you, you're a full-grown man, that'd be, a, that'd be like some sort of monster turkey, like that giant cow that was popular on the internet for a very repeated <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, remember,
1: remember Knickers the cow from, from that was actually a steer?
0: Yeah, from all that, and then like- Yeah,
1: remember that? Back in December, listeners of episode 15? <laughs> and also
0: people seeing this movie in years from now? <laughs> yeah. But, so. Surely you'll remember that cow. <laughs> You got thrown in there. I mean just in case. I mean uh it's like kinda like how, you know, with like animated movies they'll make a reference to something and that's like dated because like takes so long Mm-mm. to make
1: like, animation yeah, movies. Yeah, like how like how they uh they made a whole movie full of references to Nomeo and Juliet despite the fact that no one remembers that that was a movie.
0: Yeah. Ooh, let's have Sherlock Gnomes as the character of this movie too. Yeah, <laughs> let's Sherlock steal- Gnomes <laughs> in this
1: movie, yeah. yeah I yeah.
0: mean let's steal all the intellectual property and put it in this one <laughs> film. It'll be like um it will be like Ready Player One, but yeah, better. But, but like, but for, actually, yeah. honestly, better. <laughs> Generally better than that book slash movie. <laughs> but anyway, so this interaction goes on for a while, and then... Yeah, this, this heats up a lot of time. Yeah, it It's to, as if
1: someone was off screen just making the stretch fingers with their hands, just like pulling them apart, just being like, keep going, we don't yeah. have that much time <laughs> it was here.
0: was like Judd Apatow stepped in as the director. He's like, you know, just just improvise for like an hour or two. Like just like, you know, mm-hmm. just like we'll see what we find. You know, just like, you know, go out there. I'll be uh, writing up roles back. for my children to play.
1: I'll be back.
0: Oh, I'll be, back. I'll yeah. be Bach. I'll be He's playing Johann
1: Sebastian Bach. There you go.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think Judd Apatow would be good in a biopic about Johann Sebastian Bach, and then somehow yeah, sure. he'd, he'd find a role for Leslie Mann and his children to play. Um, oh, yeah,
1: or a role, role for Leslie Gore.
0: Yeah, she's dead, but find her a role. <laughs>
1: hey, if her boyfriend could come back, yeah. why not? There's well, there.
0: it wasn't her boyfriend. That was from a band <laughs> called The Angels. She's sang it's my party, and then a um, sort of a, a, a sequel song called Judy's Turn to Cry. Because of course, as you know, in It's My Party, uh, Judy was the one wearing her boyfriend, her or former boyfriend's ring, which is the one she was why she was crying at the party. But in this, mm-hmm. the sequel song, sequel song, it was Judy's turn to cry because I assume she got back with whatever that Johnny, I think his name was Johnny. Johnny. It had
1: to be Johnny. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, yeah, so so uh, Seth goes to get Se- coffee and we'll Seth have like a to get-
0: five to six minute long scene of him getting coffee. We'll do yeah. that in real time. Mhm. Meanwhile, uh, a van pulls up outside the um, safe house uh, and it's uh, uh, on, it's an, it's like it's like a. Mark- it's an unmarked van, and but it
1: looks shady because everyone knows a van that's shady, and uh, a bunch of uh, uh, men uh, get out of the van mm-hmm. and they're all wearing sunglasses and mm-hmm. and clothes, and they knock on the door, and Dasha opens it, and there's a big fight scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. because she recognizes them as members of the white nationalist organization mm-hmm. the WNBA not to be confused with the world the uh, <laughs> women's National, National Basketball, Basketball Association, Association yeah. which is a fine organization yeah, they're and great. I hope they do yep yeah, that's a great organization yeah. it's really uh, doing some great work out there mm-hmm. and just uh, nothing to do with the no. white nationalist organization just, just. which is an acronym <laughs> for I don't remember what
0: nope I don't think we ever 100% decided on what it was. I think we
1: just nailed it down to the White Nationalist Basketball I think, Association.
0: <laughs> I think even the White Nationalist part sort of fell by the wayside because of how many uh, minorities they were working with. And it didn't seem to track that they were working with like, the, the very first scene. All those, like, uh, Let's just say that
1: their end goal is to kill uh, Seth Christ and to set up some sort of ethno state. Uh, and they're like, you know, they already
0: killed the president of the United States, Yeah, Paul, This is an like, uh, incredibly
1: effective terrorist organization. Yeah, they're
0: really, like, they're like, they've been super effective so far. Yeah. Even, yeah. Led by Rip Torn, of course. And he's got all his various, you know, assorted people, including, <laughs> of course.
1: Slugger McGillicuddy's shitting in boxes or something. Anyway, <laughs> there's like, an amazing fight scene, yeah. which ends with someone smashing a vase on uh, a table, and it breaks the vase, and it shocks Dasha. She gets so scared by the sound, she has a heart attack and dies.
0: <laughs> well, she no, she has, a, she has a heart attack and falls, and they think she's dead, and say, we got, uh, no, we the, got uh, her. The ambulances
1: get there fe- just in time and revive her, and she's okay.
0: Yep, for now. It was yeah, okay. for now. <laughs> and then, uh... Meanwhile, so... across
1: town, a, a warehouse <laughs> blows up, and Rachel Dawes is killed.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, Seth... He realizes that he got so preoccupied having a conversation with the barista, he drinks his entire coffee. So he orders another one, so that he yeah. doesn't, you know, bring just one cup of coffee and back.
1: He's he's walking home and he realizes, oh man, that coffee's going right through mm-hmm. me. I gotta get home fast.
0: Yeah. And he runs home, and then there's a uh, scene where he's having a conversation with, um, uh, da- well, home, the safe house. Where he has a conversation with Dasha while, uh, you know, he's going to the bathroom. So-
1: so she's, she's okay now. All this happened so quickly. Yeah. yeah so it was like a, he gets back, and it's as if nothing had happened. He doesn't know about any of this
0: well, stuff. Well, she tells him about her day, which includes Yeah, he's like, got a oh, like I really good to shit. Just tell me through the door.
1: And she's like, well, some henchmen came by and tried to and kill it, me, and I had like a heart the, attack. It's
0: like the scene in Dumb It Dumber.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's just shitting like crazy. And she's like, uh, I hope you're not using the toilet. It's broken. <laughs>
0: And then he's like, anyway, that's yeah. where that's the scene ends. And the, and the well, no, then um, uh, they're talking, and then um, somebody um, kicks the door down and shoots Dasha in the oh. chest. Oh my God! Really? Yeah. And then as she dies, she says, "Remember me as Michi. and then. <laughs> And it says, I will. I'll remember yes. you
1: as Michi. Certainly all of the listeners of episode 15 remember Zadea's as Michi.
0: <laughs> and also, the character, of course, is Dasha, not Zadea, but we still got to reference that. as a Yeah, snake. sort of and like then, how
1: X-Men 3 references I'm the Juggernaut, that, that old chestnut.
0: And then Seth will have realized that, you know, not only now has he lost his mentor and best friend, um. Oh, uh, God, what was his name?
1: Ducky Darts. <laughs> Ducky Darts. How could you forget that name? <laughs> yeah.
0: He's also lost his love interest. To, and also a woman he was sworn to protect, Dasha Slayer, of the Royal Mounted Police. Now he's going to have the Mounties on his ass. And, like, you know, his, his mentor is dead. He's been fired by the LAPD. This is where you have this sort of proverbial dark night of the soul coming for Seth Christ because he's doing a very bad job th- thwarting the WNBA, his People are dying. His He lost his job, the cover job of the LAPD. He He's still got his job at the CIA, but, you know, he's really in a bad place. And he, he calls out to the heavens as he holds Dasha Slayer's dying body. And he's like, no. <laughs> and that's where the scene ends. Also, I don't know why the uh, guy who shot Dasha didn't also just shoot Seth Christ to kill him. <laughs>
1: Well, I think that maybe, as we learned, really, really wants to teach Seth a lesson about perhaps. getting too close to people.
0: Perhaps. Or maybe he just had one bullet in his was was like, damn it, I forgot to reload. And so, <laughs> and so he has to leave. Yeah, he's like,
1: just stay there. I'll come back.
0: Yeah. Uh, but So, yeah, that's where it ends. Because, you know... Oh. It's like a, another big moment in the film. Uh, yep. Huge, momentous moment in the film that is treated with the gravity of the zeros by giving Dasha Slayer the line, Remember Me As Me <laughs> <laughs> uh, Good times. Good rhymes, good times. Which I believe was the tagline for the TV show, Lyricist Lounge Show. The mm. rap-based sketch comedy show that aired on MTV uh, for several years, which I think had Josh Server... S- Several well, years? <laughs> Maybe like one season.
1: Oh my god!
0: But uh, I think Josh Server, who was a cast member on all that, was a all cast that. member. The
1: big guy, the guy with the big ears.
0: Yeah, Ear Boy Walter Ear yeah. Boy. His ears are really wow. big. The only sketch, sketch, the only sketch I remember from Lewis's Lounge Show was about a dentist whose nose resembled a penis, uh, <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, that's pretty good." Doing <laughs> dental stuff, and the penis was penis. like rubbing against the patient's face and around their mouth and stuff cool yep and they also would do rap <laughs> battles
1: it's just the two things that uh anyone would want from a sketch show a bunch of uh phallic humor and some uh, the rap battles yep. i don't know uh,
0: yep it was um, from around the same time of celebrity Deathmatch, i think
1: mm. i'll allow it
0: yeah let's have um the uh some clamation in this movie too <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe so,
1: maybe maybe set off another dream yeah, sequence like, yeah
0: Judge Mills Lane will appear <laughs> and say, "Let's get it on." Whoever is—I think that's what his um, catchphrase Yeah, let's get was. it on, yeah. and
1: I'll allow it.
0: Yep. Yeah. All right. So that's uh, it for um, this <laughs> yep, episode. That's a spicy meatball. It is. I can't believe I ate the whole thing. Mm, where's uh, the beef? Um. Uh, shit. I don't know anymore. Yeah.
1: Uh, the sauce. Cheese on mine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, so, anyway, that's that. Scene. Yep. uh we're really wrapping this thing up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> time to do that by plugging things. First, uh, shout out to our podcast network, Gabber Media, uh, home of several podcasts of various um, sort of things, uh, comedy things and pop culture things. A lot of you know, if you have interest in if you like podcasts, you should definitely check out Gabber Media's family of podcasts. Uh, you'll probably find something better than this piece of shit you've been listening to.
1: <laughs> now I think people are really gonna like this thing, oh, except yeah. of course your mother, who once told you that this show doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah, people, I mean, it's a. I mean, this is a great movie, a bulletproof movie, but the podcast, uh, B plus. <laughs> hey, not bad. Yeah, but to me, a B plus is a piece of shit. I oh. don't. I demand A plus or better. Somehow better than the <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. Anyways, also um, you can uh, uh the show is on various podcast places. You can you know uh, rate the show, subscribe, leave a comment, that sort of thing that um helps of uh, increase uh, listenership. I was reading an article earlier today about how Apple Podcast rankings are basically a rigged system. So maybe we can't uh, fight that. But, you know, uh, try it anyways. Who cares? Or or rig it. Help us rig the system. <laughs> like, help, yeah. help us put it into place. Do it as, like, some sort of bit. Yeah, yeah, You know, bit.
1: I hope that Russia is able to find those 30,000 emails.
0: <laughs> I Yeah, sure. That, that'll help us somehow. I don't know. But, also, I mean, also, the podcast is on uh, Twitter, at c and A-B. And it's... Uh, you know, uh, we have an email address if you want to email us something for some reason. Uh, Chris Matt Blockbuster, I think the email is. I haven't checked it in a long <laughs> I mean, time. If,
1: I mean, if he remembers that email well enough, as well as he remembers the uh, password to it, I'm sure we'll be getting to that email very soon. I remember
0: the password. What's the password? <laughs> it's 12345 fake password. Oh my gosh, it's the
1: same as my luggage. <laughs> Anyway, anyway uh, you can contact us directly. Yeah. I'm on Twitter, at M. Shimkowitz.
0: I'm at uh, Chris Axe Morgan. and Chris uh, Axe Morgan. Yeah, this is uh, Chris and Matt, right at Blockbuster. Uh, you know, uh, 15 episodes down, an unknown number of episodes to go. <laughs>
1: it Doesn't seem like that many left.
0: Maybe, I don't know. This, part, this movie seems to really be sort of... Um, uh, Stretching itself out or something. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean obviously it's a limited series, as they say. That means you don't have to worry about like um investing too much of your time. Like you can go back, start listening from the beginning if this is like your first episode. And by yeah. the time you get back to like, you know, the present time, maybe like the show will be out of episodes and you can just listen to it all and like
1: I mean, hopefully by that time you'll be seeing the movie.
0: Yeah. Seth Christ Cole at Ballistic Reckoning. <laughs> Alright, well this has been uh... <laughs> Another episode of Chris and Matt write a blockbuster, or uh, as we tell the tale of the writing process for Seth Christ's Cold Ballistic Reckoning, the sure-to-be next blockbuster franchise. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.